Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Super excited about today's topic, which is quantum reality. And this is something that's been really, really present in my reality recently. Um, And as I explore it further, I realize that it fits very perfectly into the book that I'm writing. In fact, I think it is the entirety of the book. (laughs) I think it is what the book is going to be about with all of these different offshoots. And if you haven't heard um, in previous episodes, the book that I'm writing right now is all about play, but on that quantum level. So this was revealed to me right after I published my first book last year. Um, It came to me, Allison, start studying play because that is the topic of your next book. And I thought, that is awesome that I get to study play and have that be my life's work. (laughs) Uh, And in reality, this is what we're all moving into. This is all of our life's work. This is really what we're here as humans to do. So I'm super excited to jump into that. Before I do, I want to give you a quick announcement that I have officially opened up to the public at large. I've opened up the True Creator Community, which is an online-based community. It's a subscription-based community, so um, you can join at any time. And I channel for the group privately once a month, and then there are weekly prompts um, along a theme. So we have a theme each month, and then I channel around that theme. Everyone can attend virtually, so it's all online, uh, and you can ask your questions and everything like that. I did start the group last month, so there's already um, a handful of people in there who are super enjoying it, and they were sort of testing it out while I formulated exactly how this whole thing was going to go. So now it's open to everyone. I'm going to put the link to join that below in the description of this video. Uh, I'm sorry, this podcast. So if you want to join that, it is super accessible. It's $14.95 a month because I wanted everyone to be able to join and not feel that there was any sort of limitation to accessing all of this really great information that comes through during channeling and that's a part of being a part of this community. So it's really special. I'd love for you to be there. If you have any questions about it, feel free to send me an email or a message as well. Okay, let's dive in to quantum reality. (laughs) And maybe I should call it conscious quantum reality, which is a mouthful, but we're all existing in this quantum reality. It's just we become conscious of it. And when we become conscious of it, that's when we really start playing. So this was spurred on, um, I, I really wanted to record this last week, and I'm glad that I didn't have time because... I have a friend visiting me right now, Jen. She is a lovely human being, and she helps me with so many things. 
sometimes uh, without even realizing that that's what she's doing. And so she's here visiting me. She's staying for a couple weeks. And every Sunday, um, locally here in Santa Fe, where I live, I host a meditation circle at this hotel that's really beautiful. Um, and so we've been doing this for about a month. And we show up at the meditation circle, and each week I do sort of a gentle guidance at the beginning of the meditation. And then it's just personal meditation throughout. And then afterwards, we talk about our experiences, we share our experiences, and we just kind of get the experience and the, the joy of being able to be together and meditating together, which if you've never been part of a meditation circle, or especially if you've never meditated before, it's such a great way to get that practice going. Um, doing group meditations, you tap into the collective vibration of what's happening, and it exponentially brings in this level of peace and joy and ecstatic um, beingness. So I really love group meditations. It's the highlight of my week right now. Um, so this particular last Sunday, just a couple of days ago, uh, the topic that I started out with, and I, as an intuitive, I wait until everyone gets there for the meditation, and then I tune into what I'm supposed to be sharing with everyone. So everything's very present in the moment. I don't tend to pre-plan unless it's tuning in pre-planning, right? So sometimes I'll do that intuitive pre-planning, and I'll say, what, do, what does everyone need when I show up in 10 hours or, you know, in two weeks or whatever? So for this meditation circle, I received the guidance to do a particular meditation um, that is all about listening and accepting. So I'm going to share with you what this meditation is because I'd love for you to try it and let me know how it goes. It is one of my favorite styles of meditation. It's really, really wonderful. And um, it's especially helpful when I'm feeling overwhelmed or inundated with life, um, because in those moments of overwhelm, I find that I'm resisting or pushing back as a way to sort of protect my space, uh, you know, and I don't really believe in protection. So this is something that's very much helpful for curing that illusion within myself that I need to protect myself from what's going on outside of me. So this particular meditation involves just listening. Just close your eyes and listen to everything that is going on around you. And you want to listen to the point where you're not attaching to any particular sound, but allowing all of the sounds around you to come into your mind, to come into your ears and you hear them, and without attaching to one particular sound, your sense of sound and your sense of hearing becomes expanded. And you start to hear everything around you, and it turns into this sort of symphony of sounds. And it's such an incredible practice because what happens is at the beginning of this meditation, maybe there's a little bit of resistance. And then it starts to go wider and wider. And one thing that I noticed last Sunday, you know, we're in the middle of a hotel park. Um, so there's this beautiful seating area in the back of the hotel. Uh, but there's also all these parking lots right around it. So there's cars and there's people and it was Labor Day weekend. 
There's people moving all over the place. There's cars starting. You can hear birds squawking at each other. You can hear the cars on the street. You hear people talking. There's a swimming pool. So there's this symphony of sounds happening. And as I relaxed into these sounds, what I noticed was that, for example, a car started and it filled me with a sense of peace and it began this opening in my system, which created a sort of euphoria. It was really, really profound and really beautiful um, from the sound of an engine starting. <laughs> so it was really interesting to um, have that experience, you know, and each time I do this meditation, it's a little bit different. And that, but this particular time it was so beautiful. I had this solar plexus opening and it was really lovely. Before I introduced that particular meditation, I gave a brief introduction to the different levels of acceptance that have been revealed to me. And I'm going to share those with you now. The three levels or the three layers of acceptance are, the first is acceptance, and then the second layer is embrace. And the third layer of acceptance is actually to dance with whatever it is. So let's, let's bring this home. Let me give you an example of how to apply these three different layers. So say you're having a hard time accepting a person and maybe their, their energy is really jarring to you and their attitude is kind of intense, right? So the first thing you're going to do is say, you know, accept. I accept that this is, I allow it to be, it is, right? Um, as much as I might want to resist it, as much as I maybe don't like it, I accept this is the truth. This is what it is. There's no getting around it. <laughs> it is what it is. So that's the first layer. We just kind of allow it. And then the second layer is the embrace. And this is where a lot of people tend to, you know, maybe we don't even go this far. So the embrace using that example would be not only do I allow that person, not only do I allow that person to be exactly who they are, but I also embrace it and find it joyful. The fact that it exists brings me joy because I see life as a series of um, quantum choices that we all make and it's energy and it's exponentially, or I'm sorry, it's infinite. It can go on forever. It is such a beautiful gift just to have this experience, no matter what the experience is. So that is a huge leap for a lot of people. And a lot of times that's a huge leap for me. There are things, there are plenty of things that I resist even within myself oh, I don't really want to be that way, so I'm going to kind of resist it. And just the act of allowing it to be is huge. But then to embrace it, that's really big, right? So the embrace, and by the way, these all kind of meld together. Once we start allowing something, we do start automatically moving into the embrace of it. And then we automatically start moving into the play or the dance. And the dance or the play is that third layer of accepting, of allowing. And that is huge. This is what I'm talking about. This is the layer of quantum reality. When we play with something, when we dance with it, we actively engage with it. 
We're not resisting it. So we've already gone through the allowance. We've already gone through the acceptance. We've already embraced it, knowing that it's beautiful and perfect as it is. And it actually activates this euphoric joy within us. And then that third layer of playing with it is an extension of those two. And it means that not only do we accept it and allow it and embrace it, but we also move our energy into it and move it around. And we start to be creators within our own reality. So within this example that I gave you, I can engage with this person, knowing that they are perfect as they are, knowing that even if they never change anything, which it's inevitable, will all change. Everything is constantly changing. But even if that stays static exactly as it is forever, I am deriving a ton of joy from existence, from its pure existence. And then I go in and I say, hmm, how can I move my energy through and around this and see how the situation shifts? How can I move things? How can I create my reality, whether this is completely static or it starts to dance with me? And I know that some of you right now are thinking that, that maybe those are contradictory, but there are also some of you who are listening to this and who are already doing this, who are already playing with your reality. So I would encourage you, if it feels like those terms are contradictory, to explore within it and do it step by step. Really, the first step is that allowance. And the second step is that embrace. Work with just those and then start noticing, oh my God, I'm playing with my reality. I'm playing with it. So this playing with reality requires a deep level of presence with reality, right? Because when we're present, we're not resisting anything. We're simply there with it and observing it. Um, and it. And it becomes almost all in one moment. We're allowing, we're embracing, and we're playing in that high level of presence. It's truly profound. So practicing presence is the way into this portal of dancing with our reality, of creating on that quantum level with our reality. So meditation is, you know, the meditation that I introduced to you at the beginning of this podcast is really a perfect way to access this. It's really a perfect way to begin this practice of playing with reality. So try that if you're looking for a way in. To clarify just a little bit, um, I had a couple epiphanies around this dancing with quantum reality. And the first epiphany that I had is that quantum reality is where the space between our conscious self, our living self, our human self, and our higher self closes. So let me go into that a little bit. When I channel, essentially what I'm doing is connecting with higher frequency realities. I go into a deep level of meditation, which is a trance, and I begin really, really deeply listening to a higher frequency. I just try and quiet my mind as much as I can. And at a point, I get to what I call cessation of thought which a lot of people say is not, um, not possible. Uh, and I think people say it's not possible because they don't want to discourage people from meditating 
Um, you know, and if we get put all this pressure on ourselves, oh, if I meditate, I have to stop my thinking. That's not really true. You don't need to do that. Meditation is about allowing the thinking and embracing it. <laughs> We're going around in circles in this conversation right now, but meditation is really just about relaxing into ourselves and being present. And that can happen whether or not you're thinking. But I do want to say, and I say often because I teach channeling, it is okay to know that cessation of thought is, it is a real thing. It's something that ancient yogis um, have practiced for years. Um, cessation of thought is something that happens. And in that moment where there is no thought, so much can come through. And that is what I teach in channeling is when we have that cessation of thought, other things come through, right? Our brain is so noisy that we never give it a chance. We never give our reality a chance to bring anything else through. And so that's exactly what happens during uh, channeling. So when I open up to those other frequencies and those other energies, what I tend to connect to is just this sort of um, oneness reality. Uh, so I either connect with higher frequency reality or um, beings and they tend to come through with a we consciousness, meaning they, they introduce themselves as we. Um, and it, sometimes they say, you know, it's this star system or that star system, but it's always a we consciousness and, or, or more often than not. Other times I just connect to what feels like my higher self presence. It feels like the sense of knowing. And that to me, I guess I would compare it to having access to an infinite library, right? It's, it's like having access to an infinite Google. Um, you know, and Google is human knowledge, uh, but this is like an infinite access of knowledge where I can tune into anything that can be known um, as long as my own personal concentration is open to it. And that, you know, that's the tricky part is just being able to listen on that level. It's not that the information's not there. It's just that the, the, the listening is, is sometimes difficult. So when I do that, I connect with my higher self. And I have noticed over the years that that connecting to my higher self on a regular basis closes the gap between my conscious reality and my higher self reality to now where I'm at a point where I'm living in access. Uh, it, and this is, you know, I introduce this at the beginning of every podcast during the introduction that we're moving into multidimensional awareness that I'm not just a human being, but I'm constantly listening on multiple levels. I'm listening on my human level so that I can function as a human, which I do pretty well, <laughs> not totally well. I still get a little spacey, but I'm pretty grounded. I'm very grounded. And I also listen on those higher dimensional frequencies. And I'm volleying between these, among these different levels of reality all the time. And we all are. And we're expanding our consciousness constantly to have access between and among all of those different layers of reality. So when we are in quantum reality, we have a direct connection with our higher self and the gap is just it's not even it's not even a breath apart 
So that's one way that you can know that you are in quantum reality is that connection with your higher self is very, very instant. You can access it all the time. And it's a beautiful, beautiful tool. It's, it's not even a tool. It's who we are. Um, but it makes living life really wonderful. And at times it makes living life, honestly, a little bit um, difficult. You know, as we expand our reality and listen on different frequencies so, so often, you know, um, it takes practice. It's like learning how to walk on a tightrope. Uh, it's, it takes some balancing. When do I access this? When do I know I need to be present for my human reality? Um, and, and how can I access all of those at the same time? So another thing that happens when we are living in quantum reality is our intentions and our, our manifestations happen almost instantly. Like it's kind of weird. It's a little bit trippy and it feels as though I'm going to kind of call wind out right now because it's really funny when he started going into this, um, it was kind of like he was on drugs and he, you know, to be honest, if any of you know, wind, it's a little bit like he's always on drugs. <laughs> I love you wind. Um, you know, he's really out there. He's pretty out there all the time. And, uh, he's masterful at being able to go among all of those layers. Right. But sometimes it's like, you know, he gets this faraway look in his eyes and he's just, he almost looks like he's in pain and he's tuning into this crazy far out there stuff that most people don't see. And I remember when he started really moving into this quantum reality, um, he would, he would be a little bit paranoid. Uh, and so if you're going through paranoia around this, just know you're not alone because, you know, I've gone through moments of paranoia. It can really, it can really twist your mind because what happens is you think something and then somebody else around you does it or says it. And it starts to feel a little bit like, and this sounds, um, this sounds a little, a little nutty, but it starts to feel like you're a puppet master and you're controlling the people around you. If you're experiencing that, know that that's not actually the case, but that you are tapping into this quantum level of reality. And what's happening is other people are sort of surfing your way. and you know, but they still always have their own choice about it. And that's kind of where the adventure is. So when I started moving into this quantum reality, I thought, well, if I can just kind of control everything around me and, and manifest everything around me, that's boring. And, you know, think about that for a minute. It is boring. It's really fucking boring. Well, guess why we came into human reality? So that we would have some challenges challenges around that. And the challenges are that we're not actually manifesting what other people do. They still have their own autonomy, whether they're conscious or not. But we can move the energy. We can move the energy to the point where anyone who's willing and wanting to play along, either from their higher self perspective or from their human perspective, they can join in they can sign up. They can join in and ride that wave with us or they can choose not to. And that's where the adventure is that these people around us are choosing for themselves, right? So it's boring if we can 
control all of reality and we're just doing whatever we want. But if we're bringing in these other players in this quantum reality and they're choosing whether conscious or not, what they want to do, and they're jumping in and out of our playing field, that's where it gets really, really fun and really interesting. So if you're moving into that paranoia, a couple things. Know, know that you're really not moving other people. You are in the quantum layer of reality. And a good practice is to move into the heart, which leads me to my next point, which is when we are moving up in frequency, we move into oneness consciousness. So there's this fear that if I can do anything I want, if I move up in frequency and I can do anything I want, am I being uh, sadistic? Am I being harmful? Am I being, uh, oh, the word is, you know, psychopath or whatever. I'm, I'm losing some of my words here, but, you know, am I just kind of like being a little bit um, not caring of the people around me? And it does sort of feel like that. It does. And I understand why people get alarmed moving into these higher states of reality because it feels like nothing matters. And I talk about this in my book, The Era of the True Creator. I introduce this because it does start to feel like nothing matters. When you move into quantum reality, when you move into the heart space, even the true heart space that's beyond emotion it does feel a little bit like nothing matters. And that can really trip the brain out because the brain is trying to hold on to reality so that we have a functional society, so that we have a functional life. And as we start letting go of these uh, parameters that don't even really exist, it can be really trippy. So move into the heart because the heart space, that the, the true heart space is what connects us to our higher self. And it's a really safe place to be as a human because, yes, you can do anything that you want to. You truly can. And there are laws that govern and everything like that, but really things are infinite. Like when you start to go into some of these realms, it is infinite. But just know that in those higher frequencies, like I was saying earlier when I tap into the channeled space, it's oneness consciousness. And oneness consciousness is inherently ecstatic. It's inherently joyful on a different level beyond emotion. This isn't an emotion. This is a state of being that just totally lights the entire system up. So we move into ecstatic joyfulness. And we also move into oneness consciousness where all of the choices that we desire to make are actually for the benefit of everyone. Now, don't let that go into your mind because for the benefit of everyone, we can get into the mind and we can think, oh, the benefit of everyone would be for everyone to be a Democrat or, oh, the benefit of everyone would be for the oceans to be clean or, oh, the benefit of everyone would be this or that. The mind wants to do that. You might be surprised. You might be surprised when you move into that quantum layer of reality what the benefit of everyone looks like. And, you know, if you're feeling unsafe in that, if you're feeling trepidatious about any of that, or if you're getting anxiety or paranoia, move into the heart. And, you know, I'll give you this little tip because I know that even just this podcast is going to trip some of you out and you're going to start moving into that just by hearing about it. 
you can call on the angels. You can call on your guides. You can ground. You can give yourself space to move into this slowly because it is a lot like, you know, taking ayahuasca but being completely sober. And that's quite, kind of a wild ride. Um, so I want all of you to, to know that there are safe areas where you can move. You can, you can call on the angels. You can call on your guides. You can send me an email. <laughs> you can, you know, reach out to your friends and, and just know that there are safe zones with this. But also know that when you're really surfing this, it's fun and it feels good. And it, and it, it might feel a little bit scary, but move into that joyfulness with it into the ecstasy that starts to fill your body. This is pure form consciousness, you guys. If you've read my book, The Era of the True Creator, if you've read that, I introduce pure form consciousness. And pure form consciousness is the existence of the self without the thoughts that make up the mind. And it's the ecstatic body. And it's the heart that's open to giving and receiving love in its true form. This is what we're existing in when we're in quantum reality and it is phenomenal and it's meant to feel good. It's meant to feel good, but it does kind of require a little bit of letting go of that idea of reality that our minds are often holding on to. And that part can be a little bit scary. So move into the heart. I'm going to leave you with this. The frequencies of oneness and the frequencies of play are the same thing. So when you start moving into the play of quantum reality, you're in oneness and you're in your higher heart and you are open. All of your system, all of your chakras are open. Your system is open. You're making choices on a quantum level. You're watching your intentions and your manifestations show up almost instantaneously. You're playing with, you know, as wind calls it, the goo of reality. You're playing with reality. You're playing with the matrix. You're diving into it. And it's fun. It's meant to be fun. Okay? So I can't wait to hear how this episode goes over with all of you. Um, if you want to reach out to me, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. You can also find me on my website. It's www.allisonholly.com. Um, and just as a reminder, I'd love for you to join the True Creator course uh, or community. I'm sorry, the True Creator community. Um, we do monthly channeling circles, uh, and it's just a great community. We started this whole buddy system thing, which we're going to do this month. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of growth happening. So um, take care, you guys. Enjoy the quantum leap that you're taking, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.